Okay, welcome to the Queen Anne's County Commissioner's Meeting. This is a public meeting that is being aired live on our local cable television station, QAC-TV7. These media broadcasts provide county citizens an opportunity to watch and review our public meetings. In addition to our live audience this evening, we are providing remote options for citizens to watch and participate in county commissioner meetings. Citizens may watch our meeting live on our Queen Anne's County website at www.qac.org live or on our television channel, BreezeLine Channel 7, or High Definition Channel 507. Citizens may also participate by joining the live Zoom meeting by going to qac.org slash public comment. Citizens may also email comments to public comment at qac.org. Comments received will be read during the present public comment period on this evening's agenda. We acknowledge everyone's participation, and by attending, you acknowledge that this session is both recorded and aired, Press and public comment will be taken and is limited to three minutes per person. If you care to speak, please sign the sheet on the information table in our lobby. Comments longer than three minutes can be submitted in writing for the commissioner's review. We will now stand and be led in the Pledge of Allegiance by Commission President Chris Corcorino. Pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Please remain standing for a minute. Uh, a moment of silence for uh, a dear friend of myself and many in North County who uh, passed suddenly Friday, Mr. Uh, Rich Tulowitzki, the owner of Nana Maria's Restaurant. No way. Thank you. No way. <clears throat> All right, commissioners. Um, that brings us to uh, today's agenda. Our agenda for today's meeting, July 26th, along with the regular and closed session minutes from your July 12th meeting have been circulated for review. Do we have any additions or corrections? Motion to accept the agenda and minutes as submitted. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. All right, thank you, commissioners. Uh, we just came out of a closed session under general provisions article 335b1 to discuss personnel and boards and commissions and i do think we have uh, one appointment to make to the housing authority board i move to reappoint courtney billups to fill the vacancy on the housing authority board Second. these these term this term will expire on june 30th 2027. there we go <laughs> third all right motion to second any discussion all in favor aye, aye. any opposed all right, five zero motion carries. All right, thank you, commissioners. And one item for uh, personnel: we um, unfortunately we submit um, an opioid education and prevention campaign grant each year through the Board of Education, and uh, unfortunately that grant was not approved this year for fiscal 23. Uh, so we are, uh, I am recommending that we provide some additional funding to continue that program for at least the first six months of the school year so that we can solicit and hopefully acquire additional grant funds for the second half of fiscal 23 so this program can continue uninterrupted uh, so that that's my recommendation we would use the this funding to um, funnel that to the local management board and they would then fund that you know via the board of education to continue the educational and outreach program for uh, this very important um, so can we just use campaign. that as a motion? It's on the outline. I, we have a motion. Okay. A suggested motion if you would like to make a motion. I move to authorize, excuse me. I move to authorize up to $120,000 for the FY23 Opioid Education and Prevention Program 
with the funding to be administered by the local management board for the continuation of this program through the Board of Education. Second. Motion second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? All right, five zero motion carries. <coughs> Thank you, commissioners. Okay, uh, moving on, we have uh, presentations. Uh, we have Director Steve Chanley, our Director of Parks and Recreation for his update. And I believe his presentation is under the presentations six. tab, tab six. Hold on. And it is also on the screen. We got press and public oh, comment. I always, yeah, excuse me. You thought we got away. I know you're trying to get him out of here. No. <laughs> Has anybody signed up for? Yeah, he's got to okay. sign. All right, read your spiel. All right, let me get it here. All right, thank you for taking the time to express your views to the county commissioners. Comments are limited to three minutes per person. Comments longer than three minutes can be submitted in writing. This commission respects your desire and right to convey your message freely. When you come forward, please speak clearly at the standing microphone. State your name, address, and topic of interest. In keeping with the dignity of the office, we ask that all views be expressed in a respectful and civil manner. Dr. Paul. Here or right, right up there. Yep. Okay. State me. your name and where you live. And Thanks. I'll be two and a half minutes at most. <laughs> um, I'm a Kent Island resident for 45 years, and for the last eight years I've been on the board of the historic Stevensville Arts and Entertainment District. Strictly as a volunteer, none of us are paid. We don't even get mileage. Our motives are pure. I'm not a business owner there even. But uh, we work to bring business to the local businesses in historic Stevensville. And we do with our events. You probably know about most of them, so I won't repeat them. Uh, but it takes a little money to make more money. And that's what we do. Um, last year, for example, I ran the car show. Uh, it took a couple thousand dollars to do it, but we made a profit of almost 1500 A profit, net profit. So the local businesses chip in with door prizes and things like that. They support us. And um, we give those back to the public, the general public who comes into old Stevensville to enjoy it. And of course, you know, the whole town is on the National Register of Historic Places. So uh, a little bit of seed money would help us a great deal. And that's what uh, the request is for $11,500. And uh, we'll turn that into more money to do more events because we have big events coming up. Oktoberfest, which is the same as Oktoberfest, and the classic car show, which I run in November, and um, holiday events as well. So um, I, hope it, uh, I hope you will, and I will appreciate it if you do support the grant request. All right. Any questions? The grant request is on the our agenda. We'll be addressing that later on tonight. Okay. All right. Thank you. Anybody else for press public comment? All right. We'll close press public comment. Presentations. Okay. Now we have uh, Mr. Steve Chanley, Director of Parks and Recreation, for his quarterly update. <clears throat> Not used to seeing him here without vehicle. Is that a vehicle request? <laughs> I, I tractor. Wait a minute. <laughs> there's some pictures there, maybe. Wait a minute. Us. Look at the last page. Wait a minute. Hold on. I hope you got some pictures of some of the vehicles up there. I spared you this time. <laughs> You're giving us a great product. <laughs> well, thank you. All right, so this is our, uh, our next quarterly update that we've um, had. Um, again, one of the, the big topics is, is last year, you remember, there was the um, uh, 
program called Local Parks and Playgrounds Inif Initiative. I'm sorry, infrastructure planning. Uh, we received $1 million, and that was how we were able to fund the lights at White Marsh Park. So again, this year, um, DNR and POS is uh, providing that again. It's the POS payback. So we have three potential projects that we're looking at doing this year. Uh, right now, we're in the process of getting bids, or quotes, I should say, for, for that work. Uh, the first one is uh, redoing the Churchill Trail. The second one is uh, Pinkney Basketball courts, lights, and color coding. And then the third one is round top pickleball and basketball court. And with that one, that's a, a dual basketball court. Um, and, and the way we see it right now, it's, it's underutilized. And pickleball is also still growing in that area as well. So we were gonna do one court of uh, pickleball and then redo the basketball court as well. So we'll kind of get two for, two for one in the same spot. Um, we're also in the process of getting the Mattapee Clubhouse um, painted. Um, that's a, being done uh, by a grant through uh, the Maryland Heritage Area. Um, that act, that uh, work just started uh, actually yesterday. Um, some other activities going on is we've got the uh, uh, proposed Route 8 trail continuing up, Route 8 to uh, uh, continue the South Island Trail. Uh, we're still in the process of uh, of getting that planned out. Um, it's been a little bit longer than we had anticipated, um, but we're, we are moving forward on that. We've got county money and we also have POS money involved in that project as well. Uh, we also are doing a, a Kent Narrows Trail Spur. Uh, we received the National Recreation Trail Grant. Um, we're actually meeting with um, the, one of the coordinators uh, from that site um, in August to, to get that project started. This is a, a, a list of just projects we've completed. It's not an exhaustive list, but it's, it's a lot of things that we've gotten done. We've got the White Marsh uh, Park athletic lights. We've got irrigation. We put in a new well. Uh, the Mowbray, as you can see, the, um, the picture up there, the Mowbray pickleball court and new lights. Uh, we did the pavilion roof replacement at Mowbray. We've got the uh, sports track field painter that um, I came before you guys uh, about two months ago. Um, and Route 18 Playground, uh, we redid that one as well. You know, we got old Love Point tennis courts. We got um, Graysonville Park Court Rehab and Trail and Parking Lot completed. Um, that place looks brand spanking new, and it's going to be a, a great amenity as those as that neighborhood begins to to build out and Perry's Reserve. Yeah. Perry's Reserve. We Plus, they do a lot of field park. hockey there. Yeah, so a lot of field hockey there. So we're looking forward to to that neighborhood being built and utilizing that park. Um, on the maintenance side, we got a new pole barn at Terrapin Maintenance Facility. We had to replace some overhead doors. And then we got some ball field fencing at Route 18, Old Love Point, and Bats Neck Park. Um, and everybody's aware of the delays on, um, uh, on equipment. Um, you can see when we ordered um, this stuff right here back in 21, we're still waiting for it. Wow. They keep telling us it's in the mail, essentially. <laughs> so when we get it, we will be surprised. And there's the, the vehicles up there <laughs> for you. Come on, so I, I feel bad Enjoy about it, ordering anymore until I get these in here. So <laughs> you you're, should. You're, you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard to believe. Um, again, we, um, the recreation department, we sponsored our first baseball uh, tournament this year. Uh, we had a 12U team and, I'm sorry, a 12U league and a 13U. These are the 12U teams that registered um, for, the, for the tournament. Uh, we got folks from Delaware, Annapolis, Las Vegas, Cambridge, Maryland, and Joppa, Maryland. Um, turned out uh, to be 
to be really, really good. Well, I was definitely pleased with it. Here's the pictures of the, uh, the first and second place team. The first place team is uh, the, the solo picture, and that's the team from Las Vegas. Um, they're on their way up to uh, Cooperstown, New York. And we have to you know, kind of give a, a special shout out to Ken Island Youth Baseball because they were in contact with this uh, team from Las Vegas as they were coming into town. They were looking for some additional games, and we were able to connect. And we got the uh, Ken Island team in here as well as um, Las Vegas, so it worked out for, for everybody. Again, with the 13 new teams, again, you got teams from uh, Delaware, Parkville, Maryland, Cambridge, Berlin, Timonium, Sunderland. So, you know, we got a lot of, a lot of teams from kind of all over, all over the place. Uh, we got um, 10 teams there. We filled up. We're looking to go to expanding the tournament next year. Um, so we think we'll be able to continue to grow this. You know, our staff got a ton of, uh, of compliments on the way the fields looked, and not only the fields, but also the parks in general, um, and the great experience they had with, you know, just baseball as a whole. So, you know, that's pretty much a, a, a great indicator of the ability for that tournament just to now just kind of get on autopilot and run itself. So we're looking to continue to build that and, um, you know, have a nice signature event for our Parks and Recreation Department. Uh, again, here's the picture, uh, the champion team on the, uh, the right-hand side, the uh, Maryland Senators from La Plata, and then um, uh, the Slim Chance Bulldogs from Camden, Delaware. Um, with our leagues continuing with sports, um, they're getting ready. To, we're getting geared up for that right now. We've got about 75 or 76 fields to be lined and painted. Um, we're expecting that to be significantly more efficient because of our new painter that we got. Um, we're actually now getting requests from organizations from Talbot County and Kent County as well. Um, and one of the new kind of trends that have been going on for quite a while, but it's now kind of crossed the bridge is, you know, we used to think, you know, fall sports was, you know, was football and soccer and baseball <coughs> was always in the spring. You know, now these, these seasons, you know, they're either two seasons or they're all year long. So. You know, it's just a constant thing of trying to make it make it work. So um, fields are getting a lot of use, um, which really brings us to one of our, our big issues is the shortage of field space in the Kent Island area. Um, that is a, a tough, tough thing to manage there. Um, you know, the, the, the groups on Kent Island do a great job in managing what they have and getting all their teams, you know, to practice on to, um, to Old Love Point and also down to, uh, to Bats Neck and the Mattapique School Complex. But again, it's tight, it's hard for them. You know, there's a, there's a lot of people there and a lot of demand for, um, for fields. Quick question. Yes. What's the total number of fields you're working right now? Right now, for this season coming up, we've got about 76. Right, and what ideally would you like to have? Gosh. At least 10 more. <laughs> Yeah, I mean you can't you can't go wrong with rectangular fields because you they're multi-sport, so you can handle you know the lacrosse, the soccer, the field <laughs> hockey, you know, and all those seasons are now you know running you know, at the same time. Yeah. But, yeah. So so therefore, I mean, even if you got three fields, you could take care of you know three sports. But if you get six, you know, you again you can double it up and get some more. for three sports and cut them for three sports and correct. Then you correct. need. And you know the guys to do it. And and fortunately right now, you know, like like I said, and I, I hate to sound like a broken record, but 
but going back to that um, that new purchase for the field painting, you know, again, that saves us a significant amount of, of time and, and money getting that done. Plus, so, the thing showed up yet? Yes, it has. It's actually in operation. Really? So, so now we have other counties requesting that we come up there and paint their fields. They probably will. <laughs> We're going to rent ourselves out. <laughs> but, you know, to, to answer your question, you know, six, five, you know, I, yeah. and I think location is always going to be key in, in getting people to, to travel where these fields are. Everybody wants them in their backyard, but sometimes you have to, you know, you got to go, you know, five more miles down the road to get the quality, you know, field that you want and to be able to hold the practice of the game. So that we you need. paint only grass fields. It doesn't do tennis courts or something. No, yeah. no, we would, if we were to repaint a tennis court or a pickleball court or basketball court, we would contract that out to um, ATC. We have an open contract with them to take care of it. Um, and that's what they specialize in. Um, let's see. Uh, coming in, you know, we just finished up with the fireworks on uh, the 4th of July. Um, turned out to be a, a beautiful day out there. We had a great show, a good turnout. Um, so this is a, an example of that. Uh, coming before you at the next meeting, um, we're going to talk about FY, or, uh, July 23rd or July 2023 yeah. fireworks. What do we want to do? There's a, um, with the same organizations, the prices have changed. So, you know, we'll provide you guys all that information to discuss and, and figure out what is best. But, you know, this is the timeline that we get on as we get on that schedule as soon as we can. We lock in the dates with the, um, the fireworks company and then we start getting our vendors in that way. And so that way we're ready to, you know, just move forward with it. So that's forthcoming. Some other events we have is Corsica River Day um, on October the 2nd. Uh, we've got at Conquest Preserve, we've got um, a 5K run and a 10K run coming up in mid-October. Um, with our recreation, we uh, got a grant through Cal Ripken Senior Foundation. Um, it's called First Responders Day. Basically, you go to EMS departments, sheriff's departments, fire departments to come out and uh, teach the kids a, a basically like a character counts type of uh, event one day a week. And they also get a little bit of uh, baseball training, too, for an hour, hour and a half or so. Uh, it's been pretty well received this year. Uh, some other camps we have is ISO basketball, which uh, ISO is I stand out. Uh, we have multi-sport camps. We have Revolution Field Hockey. We've got open gym for adults, tennis, soccer, pickleball. Uh, and again, we had a lot of tournaments this year. We had eight confirmed just for the uh, spring and the summer of this year. With the landings and marinas, you know, an ongoing battle is sometimes we get um, abandoned boats and derelict boats. We've been working with um, Maryland DNR and um, the Natural Resources Police to, to get those removed as soon as possible. Um, James Woods has done a great job in establishing a, you know, a significant relationship with them. Um, they, they've been great. Uh, some of the improvements we've done, uh, we've added posted Browns Landing kayak launch, replacing grills at Mattapique and Roman Coke um, uh, picnic area repair decking, you know, and then just the day, daily trash and, and, and things like that. Uh, excuse me, we also repaired benches and met with vendors about um, uh, a possible security camera option reading license plates. Didn't have to come um, We also, this has been a really good year and I'm gonna knock on wood is um, we were able to, to hire 
um, a lot of rangers. Um, we just hired four more in July. Um, they've been a great complement to us, um, especially on the weekends and the evening time, and it's been a, a really good program. Um, this is, uh, again, James has uh, received some FY23 Maryland DNR waterway improvement money. Um, grants are up to uh, $1.75 million, and you can see $1 million for, for dredging in the Narrows, uh, $250,000 for Mattapee Boat Ramp, Centerville Landing parking lot at $250,000, and Deep Landing Bulkhead and Ramp for $250,000. Uh, the golf course is, is doing great this year. Um, the junior camps are filled up and um, <laughs> so when I saw this information, I was really taken aback. Um, they had a record month in sales with nearly $100,000 for the total of June. So Just for the month of June? Yeah, I, I asked that because I wanted to make sure that I read it correctly. I think it was right. <laughs> so Eric has done a great job down there and um, we received the bids back on the Greens renovation. That's actually one of the action items that you have in your, your packet. Baybridge Airport, um, just you know, continuing general maintenance. Uh, they finished a wildlife fence. You know, fuel st uh, sales are, are are steady, even though the increase in, in pricing for that, and the hangars uh, remain full with a wait list. And that is us in a nutshell for the last quarter. How, how, how's that wait list? Is it a 10, 15? Um, I'm not sure. I'd have to I'd have to look into that. If you're asking about the airport, forever. Yeah, I guess so. So before you leave, I wanted to read something that I received um, from a citizen. Her name was uh, Kelly Schwinborn, and I think it's important that you get to hear this. Um, good evening. I would like to put a good word in for your director, Joan, at Parks and Rec. She is the most amazing woman I have ever spoke to and dealt with. We had a problem with a camp for our kids, and she handled the problem with professionalism and care. She is a kind-hearted person and actually cares about your children and goes out of her way to make sure things are taken care of uh, and everybody is happy. She deserves much appreciation and recognition for her hard work. That's great. So, and she's right. Yep, she's Joan's right. awesome. So, and thank you for Joan, saying thank that. thank you very much. And I will pass that on to her as Very good. As well. I'll forward this to you. Yep. Thank you. I'd like to uh, take one second to put in a good word for James Wood, too, who does a fantastic job with the, with the landings. Yeah, so I'm, I'm very fortunate. I'm, <laughs> I'm taking care of I got some good staff, and, you know, it makes it, uh, makes it easy to take care of things when you got good people who, you know, who are knowledgeable about their work. So, yeah. <clears throat> well, why we got you here, you know, uh, being the liaison to parks, I will say that we're firing on all pistons. I mean, really is. Our, our parks... You've done a great job, uh, Robbie. You know Mike. The whole team down there is. is I mean, our, our stuff looks phenomenal. Uh, but with that being said, the golf course. Um, that's that's a great number, a hundred thousand. I've gotten a couple calls, and I think a couple of the other commissioners also, about wanting to uh, see if we can do food trucks at the golf course. Uh, are you opposed to that in any way, or you know, like like an ice cream truck? I mean, I, that's what I'm thinking of. Really, I mean. I mean, we do we do have some concessions of our own in the pro shop, right? Yes, Eric does. Do hot dogs, and, minimal. Right. Yeah, minimal. But okay. I don't just, and I think even just on the weekends would be good a idea. Good idea. Yeah, honestly. Well, just, they have a men's league. They had a women's league. Right. They play on the specific days, and to have a truck come in there and just offer them something cool and refreshing that 
maybe we don't have in the store there. I'm not trying to take away from our revenues, but I think it helps, you know, make the experience of a golf course better and right. and uh, helps out a local business. It's a, it's a win-win. So. Right. And, and I would say if, you know, again, I'd have to obviously sure. give a courtesy conversation with Absolutely. Eric as well. Um, but just like anything, you know, I would feel most comfortable bidding it out to making sure that it's a, you know, a fair and equitable, you know, um, opportunity Process, for everybody. Yeah. And to that end there, Stephen, I know there's, we have several businesses in the county that utilize the trucks. And what they do is they have, and they get along pretty good. You'd be surprised. They don't actually bid against each other. They really do. They're good about, uh, you know, mixing it up because I think the variety is what a lot of people like at different establishments right. that use them around the county in different aspects. So I think if you find that, they'll work together too make your schedule for you, make it a lot easier for you. I don't think you're going to have any right. fighting with them. Yeah, that's what they, I think, they, too. They really do get along yeah. good. Okay. So. We'll definitely um, take all that into you know, consideration and come back with something. And again, you know, there is a, a concession permit that folks can apply for. And usually, from what I gather in the past, they've been like one day or one weekend events. But on a, on a longer term, continuous basis, that's where, to me, the, you know, the opportunity to put it out to, you know, to folks to see if that's what they want to want to do, and that's been a, you know, been a park rule, for, forever. Mm -hmm. But again, just like anything, things can be modified and changed. So, you know, we're open to making things better. You know, having a better park experience. So if you could just check in, I know all the commissioners agree that we think we support it. We think it's a good idea. So, <clears throat> see what we can do for that, and that'll be appreciated by a bunch of golfers. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very Thank good. you. Thank, thank you. you. All right, thank you. Congratulations again on the baseball tournament. Thank you. All right. All right, commissioners, now we can move on to uh, new business. Uh, first, we have the uh, Department of Public Works. I think uh, Mr. Quimby's here. So if you want to turn to tab number two. Um, I think this is an item for the Sanitary Commission, actually. So if you want to convene well, as the Sanitary look. Commission. Make a motion to convene as the Sanitary Commission. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 All right. So this is um, tab two, item one. It is AW Investments, Chesapeake Square Apartment Project. This is a request for water and sewer allocation. Tab right. two. Uh, I guess we'll read the motion. <coughs> motion, yeah. I move that we grant 4,950 gallons per day of sewer allocation, 6,450 gallons per day of water allocation to A&W Investments LLC for their proposed two apartment buildings at a cost of $322,800 for which a 10% non-refundable deposit will be required within 30 calendar days. Second. All right, motion to second. Any discussion on this? Questions for Alan? Obviously we have the capacity. This will come out of the 50,000 of commercial still available. And there's already capacity there, so this just makes up for the difference of what's needed for the project? They already have allocation, correct. Okay. And it is deemed commercial. And it is deemed commercial. Okay. All right. All right. Any other questions? Discussion? All those in favor, say aye. 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 Any opposed? All right. 5-0. Motion passes. Thank you, Commissioner. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. I believe that's all we had for the Sanitary Commission this evening, right? Okay. That all we have? Okay. That's it. <laughs> we can reconvene as the county commissioners and go to uh, tab number three for the rest of our action items. Okay. All right. So uh, tab number three 
Uh, item one, pages one through three, we have two letters of support for senior center roof replacement grants. Uh, the first one is to Secretary Rena Kramer of the Department of Aging, uh, State Department of Aging to support um, a capital grant for the roof replacement at the Percy Thomas Center on Kent Island. I move to have Commission President Corcorino sign and return each letter of support to include in both applications to be executed for roof replacements at Percy Thomas, Kent Island Senior Center, and the Foxtown Sellersville Senior Center. Second. All right, motion and a second. Any discussion on this? How old are those roofs, Todd? Just out of curiosity. Foxtown's uh, what, about 20, right? Yeah, they're both original, so they're, yeah, they're pushing 20, 25. Mm. Yeah. It's, they're, they're due. So we're going to be able to get turned around. I mean, materials are available and all that stuff. Are we going to be in like 2025 when we actually get to do the project? Enter contract now to get done five years from now, right? Exactly. I mean, that's yeah. the way it's going right now. But it's okay. tough, yeah. yeah. In Foxtown, we recently fixed the, the HVAC system, done, yes. right? Correct. It's done. <laughs> and at um, Percy Thomas, the pond area is currently, is that that's, what's done yet or is that currently under that's construction still? That's nearing completion, but that's underway, yeah. The stormwater management system, the whole grounds work, drainage, uh, underground pipe system, so that's been ongoing. So it's looking really good down there. We're yeah. going to put fountain back in there like we did up at Foxtown as well. To, that, looked, you know, that looked really good up there, what they yeah. did, how they cut the region on that. looks really good up there, too. Yeah. yeah. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think over time, when Housing Authority had jurisdiction over it, they didn't have the resources to keep these things up the way they were, so it's a good thing that... Well, no, and those ponds are stepping up. This is always the problem when they get over-sedimentized. They, the outfalls aren't working and everything else, and that was the case up at Foxtown, and I'm sure Terrapin's same thing, so yep. we just got to stay on top of them. Yep. They, look, they look really nice. Yep. Nice improvements yep. for the seniors. Okay. Uh, all those in favor, say aye. 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 Any opposed? All right. 5-0. Motion carries. All right. Thank you, Commissioners. Item 2 on pages 4 and 5. This is for a request for a grant from the historic Stevensville A&E District. We heard from uh, uh, Mr. Playchuck earlier this evening, and this is uh, their request for uh, some seed money and a grant for $11,500 to support operating costs and seed funding for future projects and events within the A&E District. I move to approve the grant for $11,500 to the historic Stevensville Art and Entertainment District to support operating costs and seed funding for future arts projects and events within the district. Second. Motion to second. Any discussion on this? Um, did we give Did we give them and during the um, budget process when we were funding outside agencies? Did we Did they get money from us? No, there's no request no. for that. Kiefer no, did. no request. Kiefer. Kiefer did. Okay. Right, yeah. All right. That's all I have. All right. Any other questions? Discussion. All those in favor, say aye. 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 Any opposed? All right. Five zero. Motion carries. All right. Thank you, commissioners. Item three on pages six and seven is the Blue Heron Golf Course Greens renovation project. And this is a bid for the front nine greens renovation. And they are recommending award to McDonald and Sons Golf Course Builders. Uh, they only received one bid uh, in the amount of $644,858.47. Um, and that would start in the spring of 2023 and reopen, uh, reopening of the greens will be in July of 2023. Before we make the motion, I'd just like to comment. I'd much rather see this go back out. I hate jumping just on getting one, ready to say just that. Jumping on one price, I just, I, I've never felt good about it, always been against that, but obviously there's four other votes that can 
Go so ahead. I, I was <clears throat> I was thinking the same thing. Well, this this went on E Maryland Marketplace, so that's a national distribution of forbidding. Um, I know there was was there other firms that were invited, interested, but um, I the company we, that actually does the the maintenance, they you know they were well aware of it and invited to participate as well. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, the the company that maintains it for us now wasn't interested in. They decided not to. I wonder why. What's the, the it's it, I, staffing I think a lot of it materials? Is, it's a specialty. Uh -huh. It's a specialty task. You know, it's not just coming in and you know moving dirt and throwing some seed down. I mean, you're actually building and packing and you know establishing you know the the, the material well. So you have to have a certain amount of expertise. It's not it's not something that a local landscaping company or do, right. you know like. Um, you know, even a gotta be a golf course. Uh, just a landscaping company doesn't do that type of stuff. You need a golf course builder. Designing. If you want a, if you want a golf course, you get a, someone who builds golf courses to mm -hmm. do that. If you want someone to do tennis courts, you get a tennis court builder. So you get the experts in that in that field. And you know, these these folks know what their expertise is and that's you know, that's why you bid on Well we need to have according to this bid amount, we need to have five five more Junes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so when did when did we put this out? When did this go out? Um, it went out. I want to say in, in June, if I'm not mistaken. Of this year? Of this year, yes. Yep. This is very recent. So we've moved it right along. As soon as we got the bids back, we looked at it and got the action item up and ready to go. So yeah. it's not an old bid. Yeah. The majority of funding for this was in was included in this year's capital budget. For this, so that was this was a capital item for this particular year, fiscal 23. No, well, and it is an enterprise fund. Well, but you know, I, I, I do agree with Jack. I think that we should put it back out there again if it was that quick because uh, the work's going to start in the spring, right? So we have time, we have time right? Yeah, I'm sorry, we have time to put it back out. We put it out a minimum of two weeks, or we can do a you know, if we do a month, that means the whole month of August. I mean, you probably, you know, you possibly could. I mean, if you're not going to, if, if they're not going to start construction until uh, January, February or March, whatever it is. Right. So how long is this number good for, though? If we put it back out, they can pull this and come back and that we have it. to we'd have to double check. on. But one thing that I would be cautious of um, or keep in mind is, you know, the price of seed sure. and fertilizer and all that stuff it has changed. gone up. Not only has it gone up, up, it's at a premium. It's hard to get. So, you know. But they're not going to buy it now anyway and keep it till the spring. It's not going to be. Mm. If, if they get the contract, back. I would, if I was a, a business person oh, and I got the contract. I'd lock I'd in a price for my seed now. right now. Yeah. Because it's always going to go up. The fertilizer is going to go up. The pesticides are going to go up. Whatever they're going to need to do. It's a, it's different. It's a different time period now than, you know, yeah. before. I agree. I mean, I, I, I agree with that, but I still think that. I think it's prudent that we get we got to get some numbers yeah. to bounce on. None of us are golf builders, or golf course builders, so we don't know how well this number is or how tight it is, or you know, if it costs us more down the road. To, we have three bids, and at least we did our due diligence. And I, I, I'm going to make a motion that we pull this and hope, you know, put it out for rebid. Second. Motion to second. Any discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? All right. Okay. Thank you, Steve. Yep, we'll do that. We love our golf course, but maybe we can get more for less. We'll get some competition on yeah. this next yeah. one. Yeah. All right. Thank you, yep. Steve. Thanks. 
Okay, commissioners, moving on. Uh, number four, item number four is a rural legacy agreement of sale and project agreement for the Ripley Family Farm. This is a 217-acre property owned by the Ripley Family Farm LLC, ready to go to the uh, Department of Natural Resources for, for review and final approval. Uh, agreement of the sale and project agreement will be signed by the commissioners, and the total funding for the project will be provided by the Rural Legacy Grants Program through uh, the Program Open Space Program, $842,000 uh, for this. So... I move to approve the Royal Legacy Agreement of Sale and Project Agreement for the Ripley Family Farm LLC property. Second. Motion second. In discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? All right. 5-0. Motion carries. Okay. Thank you, Commissioner. And item five, we have another agreement of sale for Royal Legacy. This is for the Gus Pappas property, 170 acres, owned by Gus Pappas, also ready to go to DNR for review and final approval. This is for $744,290. No counting I move, funds. I move to approve the Rural Legacy Agreement of Sale and Project Agreement for the Gus Pappas property. Second. Motion and a second. Any discussion? Soils. Soils. Maybe. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, and, and they can. Any questions? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not at all. All right. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? All right. Aye. Zero. Motion carries. Thank you, Commissioners. That is all of the action items for this evening. We can move into press and public comments. Part two. Okay. Nothing else? Thank you. All right. Um, round table? Round table. Mm -hmm. Who'd like to go first? I'll go first. Um, in our in our books that we get, um, or in our laptops, we get letters that come from citizens, um, and just a lot of them are thank yous for commitments that we made to their organizations, helping out the Sutterfield Free Library. But there's one here that I want to I want to bring to everybody's attention. Um, our commission president Chris Corcornio agreed to be the um, dunk tank representative <laughs> for the reading kickoff event that they had on june 17th how many times did you get dunked so the little league baseball team was there <laughs> and them little kids had good arms because <laughs> they were hidden every time where their parents weren't uh, but just so the public knows uh, i was respectful and i wore a swim shirt so nobody had to see me just in a swimsuit. Oh, okay. I never got the invite. I wouldn't have minded. Yeah. Or did I? I would have, yeah. I would have loved. There's a the reason I don't talk to you guys I about these things. And thrown a few at you. See, I think that's what that's In what years this. Years past, we used so, to. Uh, so that's what this this roundtable is really it, by design is share some of the things that you, um, uh, you know, yeah, went and did in the committee and then like share future events. Things. But yeah. but more before he does it, so yeah, that we could then attend. So we can. There's a reason for why they share things. Anyway. I, again, I just want to congratulate our Parks and Rec Department for pulling off the very successful first baseball tournament here in the county. Um, I mean, obviously, being a, a baseball umpire, it's it's nice to see that the county is is uh, putting on its own tournament and 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 a nice turnout for the 12U and 13U age groups. Um, this thing can really blow up, and you could have a lot of teams. It it, it could take three four days if you get these big tournaments. So mm -hmm. uh, congratulations to Parks and Rec, Steve Shanley and his crew. 
and then the guys that line the fields and, and make them playable, and extra kudos to them. I'm, I'm speechless tonight, so. You still have your head thought of me in a dunk tank. It's yeah. just too much for you. Wearing that Italian, <laughs> wearing that Italian so, sweater. I, I'm still a little disappointed that we weren't invited. <laughs> yeah, right. I would have practiced for a couple of days. And that would have been a nice little, uh, you know, break. Inv invite the pitchers from that winning Las Vegas team. Well, they, they, they <laughs> we could have like, brought some Orioles down for guys. It's a bit, bit cloudy. Commissioner <laughs> <laughs> Wilson. I want to inquire of our uh, technicians over in the corner there. Is that young Mr. Haas? It is. You know this? Oh, it is. Just intern is oh. a child of, and I want to welcome you to our August circle, sir. Thank you. Well, not at all. <laughs> That's it for me. Uh, I'd just like to say that uh, as a member of the Baltimore Metropolitan Council, uh, County Administrator Todd Mon and myself uh, went to D Detroit with the council to look for ideas for the city of Baltimore and, and the uh, adjoining uh, region. Uh, and it was it was a good trip. Uh, the weather was great. Uh, we got to see a lot of interesting redevelopment, a lot of redevelopment, and uh, revitalization of, of Detroit. So you know, the, I, I, where there's smoke, there's fire. Where there's there's hope, there's change. And uh, hopefully, uh, those from Baltimore will will see what was going on and, and uh, pick up some of those uh, ideas and, and move forward with them. That's all I got. Um, yeah, one thing. So we, we had the uh, primary election just passed, and I want to thank all the citizens who volunteer to work uh, for with the Board of Elections as election judges. It's extremely important um, to have fair elections and having citizens who are volunteering out there to make sure that process goes. It's a long day um, that they put in there, but thank you very much. And with that, I'll entertain a motion to adjourn. So moved. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Go.